0: You are listening to Living That Life Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes and on YouTube.com Living That Life for amazing travel videos. View discretion is advised. Welcome to this episode. I got a special one for you. I'm coming at you from the sunny climes of Northern Thailand, Chiang Mai. And I met this guest in Chiang Mai just last week. He's got his own podcast. It's called Liberty Entrepreneurs. And so I love that he's all about liberty. He's all about uh, living life uh, to the fullest. And that's obviously what we're about. And he actually gave a talk in Chiang Mai about Bitcoin and about Steemit in particular. So first of all, where you you can find him is uh, libertyentrepreneurs.com. This is his website. So he's done podcasts all around the online space. Um, from Tax Tips for Digital Nomads to he interviewed uh, the, uh, Roger Vere, the, the guy who's starting his own free market a country. I actually have been following that on YouTube, so I was excited to see that. The one and only Ash Oro here of Liberty Entrepreneurs Podcast.
1: Hey, Raleigh. Thanks so much, man. Pleasure to be on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good to have you. Thanks for coming on. So um, when I interview digital nomads, I kind of like to just start real quick about their background. Like, how did you get into the the online game, I call it? And um, yeah, I guess, first of all, where are you from and how did you get into the online game and how did you get yourself uh, to be in Bali right now?
1: Yeah, so I am currently in Bali, uh, but last week I was in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand, and where I gave a couple presentations on various cryptocurrency topics. I think the one that we met at, it was called How to Cash Flow Your Cryptocurrency, but uh, born and raised in the United States, uh, North Carolina specifically, and I went to school for engineering, computer and electrical engineering. And after seven years of working in the engineering field as a programmer and various types of product and technical support, I decided that the cube life was no longer for me. And I was listening to a political and economics, free market-based economics uh, talk show every day. And the host said, he's ranting about the government regulations and this and that. And he said, it's become so expensive and onerous for me in the United States to service my non-U.S. clients that I'm going to build an offshore bank. He was, uh, he was an investment guy. And he said, I'm looking for some guys to move to the Caribbean to help me build an offshore bank. You don't have to have any banking experience. You just need to have a good work ethic and really understand like free market economics. And so I applied for it in 2000, early 2012, maybe like January. Got offered a position and uh, quit my engineering job and moved down to the Caribbean, where I lived for about four years while I helped this guy, Peter Schiff, build euro pacific bank in the caribbean and that was my foot in the door for this digital nomad life
0: oh wow 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 well that's an interesting story so um obviously since then you you've gone on to start your podcast um and your your va business how did you how did you get into starting that
1: yeah, man. So I left Euro Pacific Bank last year in 2017 in March and I'd had the podcast for about a year and a half prior and it just became so much work you know, creating a podcast especially if you're going to do any type of production to it um, just getting it produced every every week or every couple of weeks and doing the art and starting to you know, try to build a community. It became about 20 hours a week for me to just produce the podcast and I, I, I never had the idea of cash flowing the podcast, so I, I didn't accept sponsors and, you know, I, I didn't put any type of paid ads on my website, so I knew I needed to hire some help, but I didn't have a large budget, so I was listening to, you know, I read the 4-Hour Work Week. I was listening to, to Pat Flynn and some Entrepreneur on Fire uh, with John Lee Dumas, and they're all, all the time talking about virtual assistants and so I hired my first virtual assistant through um, virtual, virtual Staff Finder. And I was pretty disappointed, honestly, with just their, their setup and their system, their onboarding process. I did end up hiring a, a good virtual assistant, and I started talking about him on my show a bit. That's him right there, actually, Dexter. And whenever I started talking about Dexter on my show, people started writing in and contacting us and friends of mine would be like, Hey, help me find a virtual assistant. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm not in the virtual assistant business. I'm a podcaster and I work at this bank. And eventually I asked Dex, I was like, do you think we can find someone, a virtual assistant? And he's like, sure. And so he put me in touch with whom I later found out was his cousin, cherry. <laughs> if you scroll up, you can see her too. Uh so that I could help one of my friends hire a virtual assistant. And she was so good, I decided to hire her myself. And fr- from there, we put together this website and, you know, just kind of backed into a virtual assistant business. I never anticipated starting it, but I-, I basically built it because I knew that I could do a better job than what one of the major players in the space was already doing. And I knew that I I would need to hire more virtual assistants throughout my career of being a digital nomad and building digital businesses. So I was my first client. And I think that most good businesses start out by you being your own first client. And here we are, you know, over a year later, we've got about 50 virtual assistants hired around the world now.
0: Wow. Awesome. Um, So yeah, uh, to, to my audience, to my crowd, Um, I'll say one tip that I could give to people starting is I wish I hired uh, my first virtual assistant for my Amazon FBA business a lot sooner than we did. Um, Probably a year sooner. I wish we hired one and uh, you can get your first virtual assistant as you saw on their website for starting at $300 a month. And that's like part time, 20 hours a week, which is like, that's, whole half day every day like that's a good amount of time whether it's um, so we have a, a current VA doing a customer service um, but we're also looking for another one for kind of social media uh, outreach brand building type stuff so I would say um, to all the FBA people out there um, looking to hiring uh, a VA sooner than later the cool thing about the liberty of VAs.com is they they look at all the applications of people that suit what you're looking for and then they narrow it down to the best three and so you only have to look at the top you only have to interview really three people where i was before i was going to Upwork, and i was like sifting through all these like invitations and like reading all these like cover letters and i was like okay well this guy is this much per hour this guy is this much per hour but he's new but he's still cheap and but it looks like it so um anyways right. yeah you guys can check out the whole thing that's for that's for my audience so anyways cool um Let's move on to the crypto stuff. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. So I, I've done one uh, little, little, yeah, one little interview on the crypto. So um, I guess tell people. Uh, well, obviously, I mentioned before that you you gave a talk at, uh, in Chiang Mai about uh, crypto and about Steemit in particular. Um, the, the name of the talk was Cashflow your crypto. And so I had to come and check right. my and actually I didn't know the talk was going to be about Steemit in particular. I just saw, oh, cash flow your crypto. Oh, that's exactly what I need to do. And actually earlier that day before I came to your talk, I was building out my Steemit blog. So I was like, Whoa, this is like crazy timing. I was just getting like heavy into Steemit. Um so I guess w- like what is your how long have you been involved in the crypto space? And um what do you what is your main Thing now is it the steam hit? is that your main kind of Avenue or how are you investing all in general yeah sure invest-
1: yes so I, I learned about cryptocurrencies in 2011 whenever it ran up from like 50 cents when bitcoin ran up to 50 cents to thirty dollars and then crashed back and back at the time i was i was a little bit you yeah, know i'm ashamed to say it but a little bit of a bitcoin hater because i was a gold and silver guy right i, I thought that gold and silver were free market money and that was that was like the best form of money that the world had ever seen. So I didn't take a whole lot of time and patience and curiosity to learn about Bitcoin back there. And it wasn't, it wasn't until 2013 that I started to actively get in and buying cryptocurrencies and get into the space itself and actually call myself like a community member, an active community member in cryptocurrencies. And I have been pretty much every day since 2013, but I've done, you know, The majority of my activity in cryptocurrencies has been uh, just networking and speaking at various conferences or meetups and interviewing. You know, a lot of the stuff that I've learned came from, of course, just hunkering down and watching as many videos as I can or reading as many articles as I can, but also interviewing cryptocurrency CEOs and founders and developers and entrepreneurs just to figure out, like, what are they doing? Why are they doing it? you know is anyone else doing this type of stuff because we have this entirely new type of money and this new type of economy that's outside of the grasps of government and the legacy banking system for the most part and so we don't even know like what opportunities are going to open up whenever the entire paradigm of money changes and that's and that's just what's happened and so i just started reading all this stuff and eventually i had thought through the implications of a new type of peer-to-peer based money that nobody can stop. It doesn't require anyone, any third party's permission, right? I would know this because I built an offshore bank. I was that banker that people hated. I was the one closing your account. I was the one telling you that, no, I'm not going to deposit this money from you for you, excuse me, from your client until you give me a copy of your contract. I need a most up to date and notarized copy of your passport. You probably need to send me your utility bill again so I can prove to our regulators where you live, right? I need a copy of the invoice so that, right? It's, it's insane. So I, I built what I'm now trying to replace. By going full on in cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were you are on the gatekeeper side, all these
0: checks and balances, and now you're like, right. why? Well, why is there even a gatekeeper? This doesn't make sense. You know, uh, I'm I'm totally in. You know, uh, deep down the Federal Reserve wormhole, and just like you know, f- you know, four years ago or whenever I started, you know, uh, getting into that space, uh, and so yeah, after you realize, oh yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like now this whole uh, crypto um, peer-to-peer decentralized revolution is, yeah, uh, quite exciting to
1: say the least, uh, of course. Um, Yeah, man. But specifically about Steemit, as a content creator myself, I, I was really intrigued by the idea that, well, what if what if the new coins being mined every day like in bitcoin there's new coins being mined in ethereum there's new coins being mined in steam there's new coins being mined every day what if those new coins went to someone besides just the miners right what if what if the payouts could go to someone and use the incentive structure of new coins to incentivize other types of actions rather than just mining and so i learned about steemit in probably i don't know um may of 2016 and, and i interviewed the ceo ned scott in probably um, june or july of 2016 which is when i became a member of the steemit community and at first like most other people, I thought, oh, this is too good to be true. This just doesn't work, right? It just doesn't make sense. How can you just like have this new money being printed? And yeah, that's where I'm at right now, actually, in that co- co-working space. But like, how can how can this even make sense? And the more I learned about voluntary inflation and how you can actually specifically set inflation to pay out certain people for certain things, then it all made sense to me. Like, why should we give all of the new coins being mined to miners? Why don't we give them to other types of people to incentivize them, for instance, to post blogs or to comment or to upvote me? Now, I find myself on Steemit a lot more than on Facebook because there's a monetary reward directly associated with it. Whenever, if you cl- scroll down and click on, um, click on one of the links, let's see here video of my there you go video of my Steam BitShares and EOS presentation. You can see it's got a, a sixty one dollar upvote, right? What happens there if you scroll down, if you scroll down to the comments, you'll see that people upvote me, right? And then I upvote them. So now it's a two-way value exchange, which is really cool. As a content creator, you always want to give back to your community, right? Because they spend a lot of time like commenting and sharing your stuff and Uh, listening to your stuff, but you don't really have a way to give back to them unless you, A, do some type of uh, competition where you give away a free t-shirt or something, uh, or if you give them a shout-out on your podcast. Well, now you can upvote people on on your post, on your blog, and actually allocate some of the new steam that's being created every single day you can allocate that to your community. Think about how that changes the entire landscape of content creation you, and building an online community. Now you you better believe that some people religiously follow my blog because they know and they've heard that I'll thumb them up, I'll upvote them, and maybe they'll get a dollar or 2 dollars or even 10 or 15 25 cents. It's a lot incentive. more incentive.
0: Wow. Interesting. So um, for for people that have never heard of Steemit, um, w- what do you give them as kind of the uh, elevator pitch
1: for what it is? Yeah, so Steemit, just think about it as a social media website, right? kind of like Facebook or Twitter, where it's based on a blockchain. So what that means is that you can't censor it right if you want to insert something into the blockchain meaning you want to write a new post a new post gets submitted to the blockchain there's nobody there's no middleman to say what you can write how many times you can write what you can say are you allowed to talk about your government or not right well some some people some platforms like facebook for instance will censor your commentary will censor your post steam it removes that middleman and allows the freedom of expression on social media because we're trusting a blockchain to organize our platform now and not a third party, one of these big platform providers and creators like, like Facebook. You know, I don't know what you trust Mark Zuckerberg or blockchain based mathematics more. I'll, I'll take a blockchain.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, um, so the, the way I, so I, the way I, um, kind of described it in my youtube description like follow me uh i called it uh the new youtube where you can make money using it you know uh just like the one sentence obviously yeah. obviously not even talking about the the the, the bitcoin uh, the uncensored part of it and you know, obviously uh the the youtube part being detube which is the video aspect of
1: steemit right Yep, that's right. So basically, Steemit is a blockchain, and you can build apps on top of it, just like you've heard people building on top of Ethereum, for instance. But with with Steam, Steam is the blockchain. Steam, it is just one interface to that blockchain. Another interface is Busy.org, for instance, which gives you the same type of ability to use the Steam blockchain, the, the content creation blockchain, but puts a new interface onto it um but you can you can upload your videos to DTube it's like distributed YouTube basically um but instead of YouTube getting the majority of the money that you make on your videos you get the majority of the money that you make on your videos it's just who do you want to pay do you want to put your content on a platform where you can get paid or do you want to put your content on a platform where they can get paid right awesome
0: exactly exactly so that's what i I said like everyone go you know go follow your favorite content creators on dtube which is the new uncensored youtube where exactly what ash said you keep most of the money that your that your content gets so uh here's my uh dtube page which is connected over to the steemit page steemit is kind of the blog post and then youtube or DTube is kind of the uh, video uh, tube uh, aspect of uh, Steemit. and obviously go go check out Ash's page. Go check out uh, my page is starting to be starting to be built. I need, I need to start uh, interacting here more to to gain a following. Um, uh, on on that note, someone's starting out, like let's say they're the con- they're a content creator, and they're starting out on Steemit. Um what, what's the best way to um yeah to build followers on steemit is it just to yeah, yeah. repost all of your content like all at once like over to steemit or should you like drip one um repost per day like from move it from youtube over to steemit or from your blog over to steemit one per day or should you be just posting content relative um talking about crypto space or uh, should right. you do that stuff first or yeah what would you advise like kind of a digital on my blogger i guess a content creator
1: yes yes so, so, so since it's a platform it draws a, a, a various community so there are people there are korean blogs there there are anarchist blogs there's socialist blogs there's blogs about politics there's blogs about the oscars there's blogs about super bowl you know it's anything that you want to blog about now if you have content that you've already written you can repurpose that and put it onto Steam, but you don't only want to repurpose stuff on Steam. Uh, you, you want to stay relevant as well, right? And so if you're going to repurpose some of your stuff, it's community-driven. So write us, you know, if you have show notes or something, give us a little update at the beginning. Like, hey, you know, my name's Riley. I, I recorded this a little bit ago, but I'm really starting to appreciate the it platform and community. And I want to share this stuff with you. Also, I want to support, you know, the apps being built on Steemit. So I moved this from, you know, from YouTube and I've now uploaded it to DTube because that helps strengthen our community. But I, I post about every day. Um, I, post, I post something that catches my attention. You know, if you think you have an interesting perspective, this is a great platform to get your perspective out and kind of put your flag up and see who else shares your perspective. You know, there's people from all over the world that I would never have an opportunity to meet that not only share my perspective, but I can thumb them up. And to a lot of people in the world, an extra dollar or two a day means a lot, right? It means a whole lot. And so this is a way that they follow me, comment, share. I can upvote them. It's, it's much more community driven, I feel like, whenever you have your own currency. Than whenever you're just kind of getting your kicks with, with a, a couple of likes on Facebook, but find something you're passionate about and post, you know, every day. That's what it takes. It <laughs> takes that consistency of posting every day and don't just post on your posts. I mean, don't just comment on your posts, go and find some people to follow and start building the community that way. There, there's a lot you can do by leveraging the, the audience that someone else has already created. So, jump into some of my posts you know i've got over a thousand almost 1100 followers now jump on some of my posts and start commenting and give your feedback and start building your community as an auxiliary community off of mine sweet sweet so um i had a question
0: about let's say you're getting started on steemit um can you uh or you're a blogger you want to you know uh, get start your steemit blog can you buy Steemit like on the exchanges like trade some of your bitcoin in for some Steemit and like uh put that towards your Steemit blog um it, and would that help
1: you grow your followers uh yes. quicker yes right for sure man i mean so to grow your followers one of the really interesting things that you can do on steam is the more steam you have so the more steam you either, either earn through creating content steam that you've purchased on the exchange the more powerful your upvote is so for instance your upvote since you're new on steam probably isn't worth anything maybe maybe a penny or two right since i've been on the platform for coming up on you know over a year and a half now my upvote's worth about i don't know the, the entire crypto market is burning on fire right now and it's crashed so it's worth less than what it used to but my upvote's worth about you know anywhere between five and ten dollars at the moment, and so, all right, so I, one one upvote, man. Uh, but you can you know, the more steam you have, the more it shows that you're part of the community, and you get to influence the new steam coins that get created, and you basically tell the blockchain like, hey, blockchain, I'm I'm a member of your community and I I show you this by the amount of steam that I hold allocate this comment for 25 cents or 50 cents or a dollar or something like that it's it's very it's a it's it's a much different way to build a community when you've got basically money to give out crypto money to give out that doesn't come out of your own pocket because you're not giving away your steam when you upvote someone
0: Yeah, it, it, it's it's yeah. very interesting, and I, I'm just hearing the you know the details of how steam, steam power, steam dollar, like all that works. So for people that want to you know read about it, they can just go look into it on Steam. It there's a blog post that describes you know the difference between all these steam power and these upvoting things and all that stuff. Um, so you you guys can check the links in the, the description to to learn more about that. Um, the, A way a new person might look at, might view it is kind of like a Reddit Um, because over here you're seeing the tags. You can, you know, click on the uh, tags that you're uh, interested in. Here we got travel. So it's kind of like a uncensored Reddit based on blockchain uh, crypto where you can actually make money on your uh, good posts and uh, upvotes, you know, in Reddit, they call it karma, but here it's called Steam but it's actually here here you can
1: actually cash it out out. yeah here you can cash out your karma for instance and go buy something with it right i mean i I, a couple of my podcasts made you know a couple hundred dollars a piece the other week and I, i i cashed it out i bought ethereum with it and sold it sold that ethereum to someone and basically went on a little mini vacation in chiang mai because i wanted to celebrate that a podcast that you know, has never really made me any money. I made, you know, 700, $800 on because of steam it and I cashed it out and got Thai bot for it and went and, you know, partied for a weekend. But one of the, one of the most confusing things for new people when joining the steam community is what do I post on and what tags do I use to post? Right? Like where's the money? Yeah. You get five tags. And those are your five tags to try to insert your post into the 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 best tag that corresponds to the topic that you write on, but also to get in front of a community. And so if you if you bring up Steamit again, you can go and, and this is this isn't public yet. We haven't released this yet, but we're building an app on Steemit for new users specifically to try to help them Steam Smarter, and that's the name of it. So if you go to um, steamitcom forward slash at Steam Smarter, and we haven't released it yet. We're still in our beta, closed beta. But if you follow that site, follow that user, Steam Smarter, soon, within a couple weeks, maybe less, we're going to release an app where it shows you not only where the, the most engagement is on Steam, basically... You know, where are people getting excited? Where are people hanging out? Where are people voting and commenting? Where's the engagement happening? But even more interesting, where the best money opportunities are, where the financial opportunities are. So maybe you could put, maybe, maybe you could post, maybe you're an animal lover, right? And you could post about dogs and cats, but you don't know which one to write about. So you just happen to write about one. But with our software, you're going to be able to see, okay, I could write about dogs and cats, but I see that cats, the average cat post is paying $15 a post, where the average dog post is only paying $7 a post. And so then you know that the community wants to know about cat posts, and so you can write about cats as your animal choice for the day, if you will. Right, right, right. Wow, this is cool.
0: Oh, I was just looking into about a pencil. I was just eating... At Rustic and blue the this morning across from this cafe in Chiang Mai. <laughs> just just looking at his pics real quick uh, Anyways, uh, yeah link will be in the description uh, of course as always guys um, Wow, okay, that's really cool So bloggers can look into this to see you know where where are people excited where are they upvoting, Where do I need to need to get and obviously every bloggers? Uh, you know goal is to take their blog full-time uh, you know so right to, to, to hear you just make a couple hundred bucks off of one podcast um, that got me real excited it, and you've only been on it like a year and a half so like wow if, if you know YouTube uh, you know I get like maybe 200 bucks a month uh, of YouTube and you know if right. I can make that off one like really good podcast interview that's an exciting thing um, so yeah I will definitely be uh, following your uh, your Steamed and your whole uh, journey into the crypto, and for uh, for people that uh, want to know more about uh, uh, some different methods to kind of cash flow crypto, because um, you know every entrepreneur's uh, goal is to uh, you know automate and create passive income. So uh, he gave his presentation in Chiang Mai uh, last week about uh, different ways to put that on automation. Um, your uh, not just Steemit but uh, Steemit is one major one but um, your overall uh, crypto portfolio how to put that in automation and he goes into some technical detail onto that so look out for that video in the description of this podcast if you want to look into that
1: yeah yeah man I appreciate that that video is not quite ready I'm expecting I hired a professional videography to record that one and so I'm, I've been told that, you know, today's Tuesday, the 6th of February. I'm hoping that that's going to be released by this coming Monday, the 12th. So I'm not sure when this will go live, but we hope that it, that, that presentation will be available. But for now, for, for now, you can jump everybody, go create an account on Steam and start. You know, one, one of the interesting things is that once you start building a following, um, you're voting for your people, your people are voting for you, right? And so you're, each of you are allocating some new steam to each other. And that's when things get really interesting. Uh, I'll drop one more little little tip, like a trick uh, for your audience that not a lot of people know about yet. If you go to um, steamvoter.com, this is, this is an auto voting app built on top of the Steam platform that if there's an author or a content creator that you really, really like, and maybe you don't have time to jump on Steam every day, but you want to support this content creator, you can set an auto voter so that the the software will use your account to auto vote that, that content creator every single time they post without you having to manually go in there. So this is a way that you can take care of your community even if you need to step away or you go on vacation. The people that you're supporting don't miss out on your upvotes. Sweet,
0: apps really, Absol- really, absolutely yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. And um, so, so. Uh, you know, of, of course, I'll tie this into your uh, to your virtual assistant business, but I'll leave people to put two and two together uh, on their own. But you know, one way to cash flows uh, is something is to you know, hire people uh, to help you uh, with stuff. So I'll, I'll put it at, I'll put it at that. <laughs> um so uh i have the yeah yeah wink wink um you know because i for for podcast in general like what you, you started out saying um it took you was you were doing 20 hours a week just producing your podcast same thing with me with my youtube channel i was doing 20 hours a week or maybe 10 hours a week whatever like eight hours per video editing vlogs so what did i have to do to manage my time better so i can focus more on my amazon fba business what's really making me the money is hire a video editor so i've had a video editor for like coming up to a year now so um you know and eventually i want to hire you know a a bigger you know blogger blogger team uh, a virtual uh, assistant team around me to help me grow you know my podcast and my uh, blogs all around the internet so it all kind of ties together Yeah. How about that? Yeah, man.
1: man. Appreciate it. it. Yeah,
0: cool. So, yeah, that was it. I think I gave uh, the audience out there a good picture of what Steamet is and
1: why they need to be looking into it. Yep. And, you know, this is just the first blockchain-based social media platform in existence right now. But I predict that there's going to be many, many, many of these in the future. So Steemit was the first, it was the groundbreaker, it was basically the MySpace of the blockchain social media. It would most definitely not be the last one, and it most likely won't even be the largest one, because like any community, when you're building an app and you're building a community, there's going to be bugs and there's going to be issues, and anybody that starts using the the platform is going to notice that it's not as user-friendly but as maybe Facebook, but The great thing is we're still very young in this blockchain revolution, especially in this social media blockchain revolution. And over time, you're going to be able to build your community on various types of social media that are backed by a blockchain that have uh, cryptocurrency payouts to support yourself and your community. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So if you haven't gotten into cryptocurrency yet, you're intimidated by blockchain's the best apps out there allow you to use them without even knowing that you're using a blockchain. It's absolutely, absolutely not too late to get into this stuff and you can go on steam it and start earning cryptocurrencies without ever having to buy anything. So just use your passion, find out where your tribe is and write your content engage and you're going to be rewarded.
0: Awesome. Absolutely. And, uh, just because I have to ask you, and as someone else asked me to ask you, uh, crypto buying and investing in, in general, people that are maybe thinking about getting in, you know, they see this big dip going uh, going on this week, um, early February, and they're still thinking about getting in. Um, give people who are, are kind of beginners your, your overall uh, picture of maybe maybe why, why everything is down this week and kind of where you see it going for the future in general. For Let's say someone is thinking about, you know, investing in some Ethereum right now, but they're not really sure. Like, is this thing, is this thing for real? Is it crashing? Or,
1: yeah. 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 So before you invest, and here's the, the investment banker side of me coming out, but before you invest, of course, do your homework, you know, do your due diligence, know what you're buying. Like the, the only reason that I've done relatively well in cryptocurrencies is because, I didn't invest in anything else. I I knew what cryptocurrencies were. I knew the use case. I knew how it helped promote individual freedom. And it aligned with my goals and my values. And so I bought in to to this idea of uh, a a blockchain-based society. But we're still very young in this whole blockchain space. Yes, it's been around since 2009. And 2017 was an absolute ridiculous year. For, for just pretty much every crypto project. And you're going to go through bubbles. you know, j- Just like when the internet was new, nobody really knew how it was going to work. And a lot of people made a lot of money, and a lot of people made a lot of wrong decisions and lost a lot of money. So don't ever invest more than you can lose, of course. I don't think this stuff's going to zero. It may. I think there's very little possibility of that. But it could be years yet until we finally start to realize the real implications of what blockchain and cryptocurrencies are going to do in our daily lives but we're still super new into this space just you know if you've got an extra two five hundred bucks or so uh, a month may not be a bad idea to throw a hundred or two hundred dollars into some of these cryptocurrencies as long as you know what you're buying if you buy blindly you know what do they say about a fool and his money
0: absolutely okay cool i think that's a good way to wrap it up and perfect that you said you know two four hundred dollars you know that's about how much my youtube channel is bringing in per month and you know i've already put it out there that all my youtube money is is going into cryptos right now and it's down right now this week uh, or whatever and i'm putting more money in so you know i'm not rich by any means but any like side cash i ha- have i'm telling my audience like you probably should be getting in right now like i'm, I'm telling my friends i'm like yeah if, if you've been scared up till now this is a good time to get in like freaking yesterday um Anyways, do your own research, guys. Um, plenty of good uh, blogs to read out there, especially on Steam. It. Um, so yeah, I think that was good. Thanks for being on, Ash. They know where to find you. Yeah, man.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks for ha- thanks for having me on the show, Riley. Anytime, man.
0: Thanks for listening till the end. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and a review. See ya.